Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first episode of the Tempazon podcast with your host, me, Amir Max. Y'all, I cannot lie. I'm pretty excited right now. Like, I never thought I was going to end up making a podcast, but you know, you put rap to the side, you think about everything else you're interested in. It's like, uh oh, podcaster it is. So I guess that's what I'm going to have to be, y'all. I'm a podcast guy. I love podcasts. I've been listening to podcasts for like three years now. I started off with Brilliant Idiots, listened to Bodego Boys. Uh, So shout out to like Charlemagne the God, Andrew Schultz, Deezus and Mare, also the Joe Budden podcast, Joe Budden, Rory Maul for even making it, giving me that realization that podcasts could be a thing. And, you know, I know not a lot of people might not listen to podcasts a lot, but hopefully with this podcast, more people can uh, be open to it and, you know, explore the open world that is the podcast world. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the podcast where we talk about rap news, music news, sports news, and anything else that's cool news. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. Now, if we're going to talk about rap, who else to start off this topic for than Mr. Aubrey Graham Mr. Champagne Poppy, Mr. Jimmy. I don't know what his last name was in Degrassi, but you know what I'm talking about. Drake. Drake be breaking records so much that he needs to have his own record for how many records he's been breaking. Like, the dude is, he always finds a way to get it done, man. In My Feelings has 400 million streams. 400 million streams. Y'all know how much that is? You know how many listens that is? That is absolutely absurd. Like, he already broke a record when he did Scorpion and got a billion streams. By the way, uh, a billion plays through streaming is 1,500 plays. So, you can do the math. That's a lot of plays, y'all. That's a lot of plays. Because in the streaming game now, they had to switch everything up. So, the fact that uh, they're making those ramifications to the game is really cool, and Drake's still gonna kill it. Like, the real question is though about in my feelings having 400 million streams is how much is Shiggy getting paid, man? If it weren't for Shiggy, would this song even be popular? Because when I remember Scorpion coming out, the song that was really supposed to take off was "Don't Matter to Me," and that was with Michael Jackson. Like, the song with Drake featuring Michael Jackson didn't take off, but the song with the dance did. Like, that says everything about hip-hop, man. Like, people love a dance to a song, man. Like, you think about any song that has a dance to it, man, that's a hit forever. Like, a hit forever. Like, Hot Nigga with Bobby Shmurda, that's going to be a hit forever. Crank That is going to be a hit forever. In My Feelings is going to be a hit forever. Even more recently with The Shoot. With Look Alive and the song itself with Block Boy JB, that right there is how, you know, songs just live on, man. No matter how good or bad they are. Because nobody likes, to the left, took your bet now, y'all. One hop this time. I don't even know the name of it. Do I? Should I know the name of it? I don't know. I really don't know. But does anyone know the name of that song? Is that That's a real question. I, I, I think that's one of those songs that just people don't know the name to. It's just, this is how it goes, you know? But look, I'm digressing. Drake, in my feelings, 400 million streams, y'all. Insane. Drake's everywhere. Like, when he came out with Scorpion, his, his face was plastered, like, all over the playlist. Like, 
like I didn't know that nonstop was a metal song, but it's in the metal playlist. Like, how you going? I don't know if that's true or not, but there's definitely a possibility of that. Drake's face was literally everywhere when the album first came out. Absolutely crazy, man. I, I, I don't, you know, I could talk about Drake forever, man. I think it's very easy to talk about this guy because he's always bringing something new to the table. If you haven't seen on Instagram, his live show is amazing. The, the stage lights up. There's a floating Lamborghini. Travis Scott comes out whenever he feels like it because Sicko Mode's a big hit. Like, and then the Migos are there. Like, that's just, that's just crazy. But speaking of Migos, I wanted to talk about Quavius, a.k.a. Quavo. Now, Quavo came out with three songs that I just listened to yesterday, but they probably came out around last week, Working Me, Bubblegum, and, La- and Lamb Talk. Now, Lamb Talk is my favorite one, but the other two, man... I don't know. I don't know. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it, Quavo. Like, is it just me or is Offset the best Migos member? Am I the only one that thinks that? I even see people saying Takeoff's the best member of the Migos. Like, honestly, like, Offset's the best one and it's not even close. And if you need some proof, listen to his verse on Narcos. And you don't tell me that's some of the most fire flow you've ever heard on a rap song, man. And that song, you know, this, I mean, they all kill it, like, rapping-wise. Like, you know, they better kill it when they're saying in the chorus that this is real rap, no mumble. So you better kill it if you're going to say that in your song because everybody claims Migos is, you know, mumble rap. But, you know, in that song, they really prove it. But, look, don't get me wrong. Lamp Talk's dope. The other two I don't like, but that does not mean I don't like Quavo. I love Quavo. I love Offset. I love Takeoff. When you put all three of them together, you get the Migos and you get great music. But when we're talking about solo records, y'all, when we are talking about a solo project with just you on it, I don't know if I'm really feeling Quavo as much as I'm feeling Offset because Ric Flair drip goes hard. Like, that goes hard. Like, for those that know Cousin Stiz, he has a song called Headlock. Offset's feature on that goes hard. Like, like you know, when it comes to the features, it's a different story. But when it comes to the songs itself, man, I really think uh, Offset's doing his thing. Uh, I'll give it to Quavo, man. His ad-lib game is 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 great. I mean, Ape Shit with uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce, he's ad-libbing all over that song. And it's awesome when he does the... Yo. So, yo, that's fine. I don't care. I don't care what none of y'all say, man. You know how hard it is to make an ad lib sound dope? I, I've been rapping for seven years, man. You know, I tr- tell you right now, like, that's, the, that's some X Factor type stuff right there. Like, you can't just show up in the booth and just ad lib your way to a hit single. Like, you just have to have it. You know, like, you just can't do it and expect it to, to work. Like, only certain special people. In the hip hop game, can pull it off. You know, your Twenty One Savages, your Two Chains, uh, you know, obviously the Migos, and you know Travis Scott. Don't get me started on Travis Scott. He's not in my topics today, but we'll probably bring him up eventually once my special guest comes on, because he's a really big Travis Scott fan. That's one of his favorite rappers. So we'll probably discuss him later on when we get into that. So let's talk about Logic, aka. Young Biracial, a.k.a. Bobby Tarantino. I love Logic, man. I don't care what social media has to say about him. Social media is, is putting these thoughts in your mind that you would have never thought. And one of those thoughts is Logic's trash or Logic's a bad rapper. 
is this what raps come to where we're saying logic's a bad rapper? Like, look, I know he says he's biracial a lot. I listen to him, and then he definitely goes back to that. But, like, look, if I look like Logic and I was half black, I would be telling people I'm half black, too, yo. <laughs> I mean, like, come on. Can y'all blame him, man? Like, look at him. Like, he he looks like my homie Bernsey, man. He looks just as white as him. And, like, like if I was that, if I looked like that, I'd be telling people I'm half black, too. Because, like, you know, he's a rapper, and he, he said nigga before in his songs. Like, obviously, you know. You know, preface that. I've seen Logic's dad. He's, he's he's half black, man. Come on, just let him let him be, man. Why can't someone say they're biracial? Jesus, that's good. I mean, people represent what they represent all the time. You know, let the biracial people represent who they are. You know. Anyway, Logic's album Young Sinatra Four drops September twenty eighth, and I cannot wait, y'all, because Logic dropped a teaser to this album. And I'm telling y'all, he's going to shake the whole game up when this album drops because everybody's going to be looking at Logic and they're going to go, oh, snap, I forgot he can rap. <laughs> like, I really think people forgot he could rap because he got that song with One Day one day featuring Ryan Tedder, the dude from uh, One Republic. And, like, you know, prior to that, like, his, his 1-800 was also very, like, pop mainstream. So, like, when people see Logic in that light, they think to themselves, like, oh, he's mainstream, he's pop, he doesn't do the rap anymore. But, like, yo, you go back 2012, 2013, and you hear Young Sinatra's 1, 2, and 3, oh, my God. Yo, it's, it's, it's just too fire, man. Yo, Charlie, you ever seen, you ever seen, uh, you ever listen to Young Sinatra, 1, 2, and 3? Yep, yo, fire, right? fire stuff yeah like it's it's dope like people don't i don't know like when artists blow up man people don't look at the the older stuff they just care about the new stuff you know what i'm saying and i think logic embodies what a real rapper should be man this dude can spit fast he's got lyrics he he actually has a message he's trying to do you know he's a good dude like i think logic's too clean I think he doesn't have enough wrong with him, and I think that's probably part of the reason he gets so much hate. But look, he dropped the return, and yo, telling you, when I heard Young Sinatra, yo, yo. <laughs> when I heard that drop, I was like, okay, he, he he's trying to really, you know, remind people, you know, that he is a rapper. Like this dude raps his ass off. It was, it's kind of reminded me of when The Weeknd dropped My Dear Melancholy. Like he he put that out just to remind people, like, look, I remember where I came from. I remember what type of music I make. Watch this. Let me drop this. Let me drop a six-track album for you. I ain't even going to call it an EP. Just take that. Actually, I think it was called an EP, but what's an EP nowadays, y'all? What's an album nowadays? Who knows? Kanye kind of messed that up. Anyway, my next topic, I wanted to talk about a picture that I saw on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. It was everywhere, man. It was a picture of Dr. Dre with YBN Cordae. And I really found that very interesting because to me... Just sipping some water, y'all. To me, I really feel that YBN Corday, that picture right there, solidified everything I was thinking about when listening to him. Because I was listening to Kung Fu and Scotty Pippen by YBN Corday, and I'm like, why is YBN the mirror getting all the credit? Like this dude's way better. <laughs> like, like he he even looks more like a star. Like he just comes off like the guy, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not sure how old he is, man, but he looks pretty young. I guarantee he's probably between the ages of 18 and 22. Like this dude looks young. He looks hungry, and he took and he got a picture with Dr. Dre. Look, 
y'all know Dr. Dre's track record? Dr. Dre's got a track record that you cannot deny. And when he, whenever he works on somebody, man, that's always been the thing. Like, look, I can really name it off the top of my head all the people that Dr. Dre's worked with. And you tell me just how successful all these people been. Snoop Doggy Dog, when he was called Snoop Doggy Dog. Eminem, The Game, 50 Cent, Kendrick Lamar, Anderson Pack. You can't, yo, it don't get more talented than that list of people man like dr dre has put on so many big prominent important names in this rap game that it's insane like i i i everything dr dre works on touches always comes out quality man it always does so when i see him take this picture with ybn corday i'm thinking to myself "Ooh, dr dre sees it he sees it too okay i think we got something here you know so i say that all to say this y'all ybn corday Start listening to them. Just like you should start listening to J.I.D. and Black. Those are like three artists right now I am really riding with, really riding for. Um, and I, I and by the way, if you're wondering who Black is, it's 6 L-A-C-K. If you weren't informed yet, that's how he uh, spells his name. You know, in this day and age, all these rappers, you know, you got to have a crazy name now, man. You either have a crazy name or it's your, it's your actual name. I mean, there's some crazy rap names out here, y'all. And that's cool. You got to stand out. There's too many rappers out here in this game, so you got to find your way out of it somehow, you know? It's just is what it is, man. You know, when, when, when the genre is the most popular genre in the world, you know, everybody tries to be it. Just like how rock was in the 80s, man. Everybody had a rock band. Everybody was trying to make a rock band. It's the same thing, y'all. History repeats itself. And I got Lil Wayne on my uh, list of topics here because Lil Louisiana Fest was this past weekend at the time I'm recording this, which today's date is August 30th. We're recording this on a Thursday. Uh, Lil Wayne did Lil Louisiana Fest, and uh, Nicki Minaj showed up, NBA Youngboy, Tory Lanez, Birdman showed up. They're like, this is really dope to all see because I feel like Young Money isn't really getting all the light that it used to now that Drake and Nicki Minaj have broken out of that bubble. Because Nicki Minaj is in her own world. She's got her barbs. Drake's in his, in his own world. He's got OVO. He's got, you know, whatever else Drake does with the Raptors and whatnot. Like, you know, like those guys are just their own, you know, those two are just their own thing. And I feel like, you know, Young Money is starting to become this nostalgia thing. It's start, we're starting to look at Young Money like Death Row, you know, like where it's just like, oh, like that older thing that used to be around. Like, I don't know. Like, you don't even hear, really hear, like, really hear, like, Drake shout out Young Money or Cash Money. or You don't even hear Nicki Minaj do it that much. Like, she she, she does it way more than Drake. Uh, but I, I really feel that, you know, it's it was really cool to see this fest happen. It's good to see Lil Wayne performing, doing his thing, man, you know, because I get worried for Lil Wayne just like everyone else, you know, hearing all the stuff with the seizures and him canceling shows. Yo, when I was in Cancun, man, this dude canceled the show. Like, he was in Miami. He was not far away, like, and he canceled the show. So, like, to see Lil Wayne on the stage doing his thing, you know, getting busy on the on the mic, you know, going off, you know, you know, claiming how he's the biggest rapper and all that. Like, you know, I, I like seeing that because Lil Wayne was one of those first rappers that I feel like the whole world was taken by storm with what they did, you know. So I'm, I'm really happy to see Lil Wayne rocking it, killing it. And, oh, Lord have mercy, I hope the Carter 5 drops this year. I know I'm asking for a lot, Lord, but please, please, 
Give us some Carter Five, man. I really want it. I'm not really crying, y'all. If you're not watching this visually, I, I just really want the Carter Five to come out. Like, I've been waiting on it for a long time, and I like the I I like every Carter that came out. I didn't listen to the first one. I'm 22. All right, it's hard to listen to all the old stuff. I've listened to plenty of old stuff. I listened to two, three, four, and I'm telling you, they all bump. They all bump. It's all dope. So, Lil Wayne, if anyone in your camp is listening to me, please, I beg of you, drop the card five. I know you and Birdman are getting along now. It seems that way. All the contract issues are getting cleared. So, please, drop the card five soon for your boy. Thank you. And now, I will talk about sports. And since football season's coming back, I'm going to talk about some football. And I'm not going to lie, y'all. I'm kind of upset. I'm upset. Like that Drake song, man. I'm very upset. You know why I'm upset? Because ESPN put out the list of the top 100 players in the league, man. And I don't really agree with it. Now, I'm not a sports expert. I am not Adam Schefter. But I see things, and it just don't feel right to me when I see the GOAT be number two. Because when NFL.com made their list of top 100 players, guess who was number one on that? Brady, the GOAT, that guy. Yeah, five rings. One, two, three, four, five on all on one hand. He's going to need another one to put the other one on there because you know we're getting six. I'm a Pats fan, Celtics fan, Tottenham fan. I represent Beantown. I love my socks. love my Bruins, by the way, just to clear the air in case any New York listeners are listening. Now I'm playing. I, I love New York. Shout out to New York. I just got to clear the air before we talk about sports, y'all. I'm a Boston sports fan because I am from Boston. Born and raised my whole life. Beantown, what up? Clam chowder, you know what I'm saying? All day. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, Aaron Rodgers, Mr. $134 million man, he deserves it. I love watching Aaron Rodgers play, but I don't know, man. I think Brady still should have been number one, you know? He was the reigning MVP last year, you know? He's got 223 career wins on his belt. I know that's not just based on one season, but, I mean, come on, he was a reigning NFL MVP, like, and I know Aaron Rodgers was injured, and I know when he comes back from his collarbone injury, he's probably going to be very, very angry. I just think they did this, y'all, because, you know, when someone is as great as a Tom Brady, you got to, you know, shake it up a little bit. You know, you can't just have one guy dominating the whole time. So when it comes to Brady, they're like, yo, he gets too much. Just, you know, cut some slack. But nah, give this man his respect every time because Tom Brady is the GOAT. So you're going to put him up number one, all right? I don't care. ESPN, if you're listening, I don't like your list for one reason and one reason only. It's because number one ain't Brady, you understand? It's not cool. Brady's the man. How dare you? Yeah, I might be showing off a little bias. So what? I'm still kind of right. Anyway, number three on the list was Aaron Donald. And yo, I watched this dude's highlight tape. This dude's a beast, man. Defensive player of the year last year. 39 sacks over the past four years, according to ESPN. It was a beast, man. That's crazy. Yo, watch this dude's highlight tape, man. He had this one tackle on the Seahawks. I swear to God, yo. Oh, my God. Yo, he he threw this dude down like 
just didn't even tackle him. He just threw him down. I was like, this is like watching high school football. Like, it was crazy. This, yo, I couldn't believe it. Like, it's going to make me watch the Rams, like, way more intensely this year to see what this dude does because you know he's going to show up ready to go. Number three, number four on this was Antonio Brown. Hell yeah, I agree with that. AB's the man. Probably the be- definitely the best wide receiver in the league. No doubts about it. Then you got uh, Mr. Vaughn Miller. Vaughn Miller's a beast, yo. Yo, Vaughn Miller, beast, beast, beast on them. I love watching Vaughn Miller. I, no, yo, like a guy like Aaron Donald, uh, Vaughn Miller, like Khalil Mack, he was number 10 on this. I, uh, Jalen Ramsey, I love watching a good defensive player, y'all, because I never played football, but I always wanted to be on the defense so I could get an interception. So, like, whenever I watch, like, especially Jalen Ramsey, I love, and I love a football player that, you know, can talk, you know, mad smack, you know, talk a lot of shit. I love that. I love seeing that, you know. But, like, another thing I, I kind of disagree with this list is, uh, you know, I think Todd Gurley should have been on the top ten. I really think Todd Gurley should have been on the top ten. You know, Todd Gurley hurdles over people. Like, do we need stats for this to, to justify him being on the top ten? Look, Todd Gurley is unbelievable to watch. He killed it last year, put up insane numbers, you know. And, and the dude, like, you know, he does the majority of the – like, he gets, like, almost half the team's total yards last season. He He's doing things, like, so insanely. Like, I know, like, Le'Veon Bell is obviously, like – it's you know, Le'Veon Bell, Todd Gurley for the best uh, running back. That's a tough one, but – you know, I personally, you know, just based on the access, just watching, just seeing, Todd Gurley, man, is just a freak of nature. And this dude can catch. So, yeah, I'm going to run down the top you know, top 10 of this top 100. Number one was Aaron Rodgers. Number two, Tom Brady. Number three, Aaron Donald. Number four, Antonio Brown. Number five, Vaughn Miller. Number six, Drew Brees. Number seven, Le'Veon Bell. Number eight, Julio Jones. Number nine, Jelly Ramsey. And number 10, the dude with the hardest name on this list, Khalil Mack. I'm not saying that because it sounds like my last name, Max, but it just it just sounds intense. Like, right? Is that just me? Probably just me. All right, y'all. So that wraps up the sports section. And now we're going to get to our special guest here, y'all. He is, works in administration at Severian Brothers High School. He graduated from Fairfield University to... Two years ago, 2016. 2016, yep. All right, word. And most importantly, y'all, he's my brother. So give it up for Neef. Neef? Yeah. Yo, Neef. What's going on? Shoot, man, I'm good. Got through my topics. Yeah, you were you going off just a while. You had veins popping out of your head. I so. had, you know, I got, I got, you know, this is why I'm doing the podcast, man. I got some stuff I got to let the world know. Yeah, no, Got to let these you. people know the rap sports mentality of a, of a Boston boy. I so, yeah, you. man, so you just get out of work. How was it? It was, it was, it was a good day. Uh, it's a good day. Uh, things are kind of quiet. It's still summertime, so we don't have the students here yet. So, um, you know, really excited for the school year. I mean, you're an alum of the school. I'm an alum. Um, you know, that place got you everywhere that you needed to be. Um, so I'm thankful. Um, I'm hopeful. I'm excited. Uh, looking forward to everything that, 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 uh, that's in store for us. Yeah, man. You yeah. know, yo, honestly, Zavarian is just, you know, I'm really grateful for that going to that high school. Um, you know, provided me a lot of 
knowledge and you know wisdom that I don't think I would have acquired anywhere else. So shout out to Zavarian Brothers High School. Man. Shout out, shout out, shout out, out to big. everybody. You know, there. You know, you know, you know, uh, classmates for four years, brothers for life. Yeah, that sounds like a model for like a rap group. It does. <laughs> sounds it ho- does. sounds like something DMX would say. But it's real. It's real. <laughs> Still boys with 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 all those kids. So. Yeah, man. My yeah. best. Yeah, I mean, some of my best friends. You know. You know, met from Zavarian, yeah. cool from Zavarian. So, yeah. yo, so explain to the people like what you do at your job as Zavarian. Like, what, yeah. what does it entail? So right now, uh, I'm I'm in admissions. So, uh, what we do is, of course, we you know go and talk to other middle schools and you know see where kids want to go for the next step in their educational career. So, of course, you know if they're in eighth grade, they're looking for a high school. Um, you know, of course, we're one of those schools on the list. Um, but then now, you know, as you know, we got like the seventh and eighth grade, which is pretty cool now. Yeah, that's really so, awesome. So you know. Students who are in fourth and fifth grade, they're kind of even looking, you know, a little bit earlier um, in fifth and sixth grade and all that stuff. So it's it's really interesting to see that dynamic because that's new. Um, but for yeah, me, yeah. you know, as you know, like, you know, when I was at, you know, Fairfield, I was involved in student government and Zavarian, I was even involved in student government. So for me, one of the biggest takeaways in life is like education is key. Like, you know, I know a lot yep. of people, they... To be completely honest with you, like college, you know, it might not really be for everyone, depending on what you want to do in life. But you might not know that, you know, until you potentially give it that try, you know. So, you know, colleges, they make a lot of money. It's kind of a business. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you go, you spend your... Let's say fifty thousand for your first year, freshman year. Yeah, that's a lot of debt right off yeah. the bat. But if you get good financial aid and you work hard in high school, you get scholarships. You're in APs, get some money off, so it sheds it down to maybe like hopefully twelve thousand or so. So you don't have that much mm-hmm. to pay off. But you know, at the end, your freshman year, if you're like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not about this college life, right? Like going to the trades, going to the union, you mm-hmm. know. Pick up a podcast, pick up, you know, you know, like Charlie, like, you know, doing like video editing stuff. You mm-hmm. know, it's like you don't know that. You could go a full four years and be like, Oh, cool, my major. Yeah, I'm not doing anything regarding my major right now. And that's it makes so true. and it makes absolutely no sense. But like, to be honest with you, that's life. Like yeah. twenty four, you're twenty two. Charlie, you're what? Twenty three, yeah. right? So, you know, all of us are extremely young, you know, so it's like People are in too much of a rush to do certain things. It's like there's no need for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously, that's so Mad true. Young. Yeah, yeah. People in Europe, they you know they don't you know they don't go straight to college. You know, from what I've heard, you know, a lot of them they wait it out. They travel the world. They see you know all around because you know if you go to college and you might major in something and you don't think that's what you want to do, it's you know you're setting yourself up for you know just wasting your time. You know, Gary V even says it. Even like we joke about college how it's like a four year vacation, but it's like you know. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like education is key. So it's like you can't say college is completely bad. Oh and, no. And, and, no. You're, and what you're doing is helping hot these you know seventh to twelfth graders you know figure out their lane early so that way they are, you know, genuinely set up for the future better. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, I highly push college. You know, you, you definitely got to give that a try, whether it's like, you know, you took like a math course and you didn't need to in your freshman year, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone who's been to college for four years can tell you that regardless of what they learned in the classroom, outside of the classroom, living outside of your home, like that whole environment, like you learn Mm -hmm. who you are as a person, right? So regardless of what you choose as your major, that's kind of like my biggest like thing about it. It's like, yeah, think about your major. You know, I had a teacher once tell me, you know, pick the easiest major, get C's and pass, right? But from there, you know, (laughs) you'll finally, you'll finally see what you might want to do, right? Like, you know, if you pick up, you know, let's, I mean, there's an easy major, right? And you pick that, you do your four years of that and you say, all right, peace, I'm out. 
and you were like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I actually don't have a job in engineering right now, right? Then, you you know, you end up picking up something that you want to do. Like, that's that's what life is, right? Yeah, that's so You true. find what you want to do, and you do it. Yeah, you know, like, no matter, like, what you end up majoring in, yeah. in college, it's just, like, as long as you come out of there knowing what you want to do with your life and making sure you set that objective, that's really all that matters. Like, you know, there's plenty of people that don't use their major for specifically what they do. I graduated with a psychology degree from UMass Lowell. I'm not trying to be a psychologist. I'm not trying to be a psychiatrist, but like I utilize a lot of things that I learned from that major to everyday life, you yeah. know? So like that's one thing people got to understand, you know? It's, and it's all about the college experience. That college yeah. experience will help you grow. Yeah. Yeah. Just real, real quick, shout out to Fairfield University. Shout yeah, out yeah. to the Stags. Yeah, yeah, shout out to you know, Fairfield, man. Shout yeah. out to Fairfield. Yeah, never got to party there, but it's all nah, good. Nah, you, you never came down to the beach, so that was probably the biggest regret you'll ever have in your life. So. Yeah, I feel bad about yeah, that, you, you know? Because you, yeah, you, 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 only, you, only, you only college once. But yeah, I wanted to ask you about uh, you know being the president at Fairfield, and also like prior to that, you were president as a variant. So yeah. like just you know dwell in on that, and you know, what made you want to do all that? Yeah, um, you know to be honest with you, like as you know, I'm the middle child. Um, sometimes you even say that I'm like dad, not yeah, yeah. not our actual dad, but like a dad. Oh, dad, yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah, is yo, even worse. It needs to be like a dad um, sometimes, y'all. So good. you know that's that's on me, and I apologize to anyone <laughs> that I've ever treated like a father to. <laughs> Um, I ain't got no kids. I'm not planning on anytime soon. <laughs> but um, but no, I'm thirty. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. But um, you know, scaries. Um, but no, I mean, when I when I ran for president, Zavarian, you know, I had a teacher who kind of, um, you know, kind of put me under his wing, and he was like, "Yo, you got a lot of potential, man. Like, you should utilize that." Mm-hmm. I was like, how do I how do I utilize that? Like, I wasn't like the best student, but. You know, I gave my all in certain other things like rugby. I gave my all and mm-hmm. like, you know, making sure I was socializing that 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 was another big thing of mine. It's but, you know, my schoolwork like that didn't necessarily come last, but it wasn't until maybe like my junior year of high school, which is when I was actually running for president, where I started to get some work ethic. I started taking physics and that's not something you wake up in the morning knowing physics. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> you can learn natural forces and torque and all that stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, when you start to realize that, like, you actually are interested in something that you're learning you kind of put a little bit more effort into all of your education, all your academics. So So I started to do that. Um, You know, when I ran for president, you know, I just felt, you know, a lot of people entrusted me and put like some faith into me. And I was like, why, why why are they trusting me? You know, like, no, 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 no. You weren't ready for that joke, were you? No, I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't even even thinking that. Because that's that's not true. I'll play. And if it is, I don't know. But, I'm just joking. Nah, that's a, that's a joke, y'all. Nah, I know. That's a joke. I know. 2018. But, I know, uh, right? <laughs> but no, what, what what really happened is, you know, I, I just felt a lot of support from, like, my friends and, like, family and faculty and staff. So I was like, yeah, all right, awesome. I'm going to do that. And, you know, kind of what happened is it, that translated, that confidence kind of translated when I got to Fairfield. And, you know, I remember talking to uh, one of the faculty members. He was, like, one of my mentors at Fairfield. And I told him, like, my freshman year, I was like, yeah, you know, he was like, what's your biggest goal here at Fairfield University? I was like, I want to be the president. I want to be future president. And he was like, all right. He was like, so then what are you going to do about it? And I was like, uh, that's true. So, you know, and, you know, I, I could have ran earlier. Um, I don't think I was mature enough. So, of course, I waited till senior year. And I had a lot of mentors who kind of taught me throughout the way so mm-hmm. that by my senior year, I, was, I knew I was confident and I was actually ready to do so. I knew the campus. Um, you know, I knew the community. I, I made some great friends. And, you know, I had a lot of people that I trusted to, you know, help me out along the way. I, I, I can't do any of this stuff on my own, you know. No, nah, you can't. You can never do it on your own. No, no matter you what you're do doing. No. No matter so. what you're doing in this world, for anybody out there listening, like, if you're trying to do anything, push your dreams and make it happen, you can't do it on your own. No. Nah. You 
you need help no matter what it is. Yeah, so, you know, shout out to everyone that helped me along the way. You all know who you are, so, you know, I, I appreciate you. Awesome, yeah. man. Yeah, that's that's dope to hear. It sounds like you got to have the work ethic. You got to be very extroverted. You got to be very, like, open to the people to do stuff like that. So that's, It's not easy. You know, nah. it's it, it's a blessing. Um to be honest with you, it's it's just something like people, you know, it, it's something that you get, you feed it, you feed off of other people. Definitely. You know, if you if you get that vibe, you you go with the vibe, right? Like you mm-hmm. and your podcast, you know, like that's that's your drive, Charlie. You know, like this dude's got, I don't even know what device that's called, <laughs> holding up the camera, going, but like, going all in but he's it. been doing it for like twenty five minutes now, and I haven't seen him flinch. I don't nah, know if he's, he's doing like biceps or triceps, but dude, dude looks like he's been lifting, but only for that job. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Solely so to do, he's, do he's holding on to it for dear life, like Simba and the Lion King, so yeah. it's like or Scar, whoever that was. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, yeah, so they're I holding up Simba. Nah, it, someone, something like that. It's, it's, it came out like ninety eight. Yeah, so, regardless, if I don't remember the character, but. But mm-hmm. nah, for real. I just want to shout out all those people that helped me along the way, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm truly up, blessed, man. Yeah, big up, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, so you mentioned rugby, man. I, I played yeah. rugby. My I played rugby one year in college. Played all four years in high school. Yeah. You played eight years. Yeah, like four years in high school, four years in college, man. Like, yeah. like I don't care about high school. High school don't matter. What was it like playing college rugby at Fairfield? What was that like, man? That must be crazy. So yeah, to be honest with you, like my first uh, my first two years, we were we were D two, D two in the college rugby game. Um, so we were playing schools like Sacred Heart, um, SUNY New Paltz, uh, Vassar College, you know, really good schools and really good rugby schools. Mm-hmm. And like there were some guys, they were like, I mean, like I'm fat, but I'm short. <laughs> And I'm like, I just got the weirdest. Yeah, I just have a low center of gravity, Mm -hmm. like an endomorph, I think it's called. Like, that's the body type. Um, Mm -hmm. Something stupid like that. It's like ectomorph, endomorph. Ectomorph, endomorph. Something where you you look like a hobbit that is not that unathletic, right? Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. you know, so that's kind of what I've embraced. But, you know... um, no, nah, I, I utilized it. I worked hard. You know, I wasn't the best rugby player, but I loved the game. Um, you know, so mm-hmm. that's that's kind of how I carried through with it. You know, and it's not about being the best. If you're enjoying what you're doing, and I, I wasn't really getting injured, I got lit up one game at Sacred Heart where I was literally in the air, and that was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I never got rocked. I guess, I guess that's called cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, dude, like, cracked my rib. It was crazy. Oh, my God. But um, <laughs> that was fun. But um, no, like for real, uh, rugby, um, playing that at Fairfield, that was like a real eye-opening experience. I I played rugby league for like a little bit um, with like the Boston 13s for like, I I think I did like two games maybe, Mm -hmm. barely anything. But just to have that exposure was pretty cool, playing it or seeing guys who were like in the USA team and stuff. um, Just seeing them in general Mm -hmm. was pretty cool. But, uh, you know, my my junior year, we won the championship and... uh, we blew teams out of the water. Like we were scoring like Still. seventy points a game. I think Ooh. you might have come came to like a couple. Yeah, of them. I think I was at one of the games where y'all you just the championship. Went off. Yeah, 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 we went was, off. yeah, that was and, crazy. You know, that was it was fun, and you know we got um, you know a lot of confidence from that. And decided to go D one, and you know going to the highest division. You know you're not necessarily gonna you don't you might not see success the first year, but. Um, you know, it was a work in progress, and they're killing it now. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing their progression as well. But I'm happy yeah. to have been a part of that um, transition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, that's really dope. Cause I feel like, I feel like American networks are really starting to push rugby on like America. But yeah. like they're they're first starting to make sure soccer is the, is the thing now. Right. But I feel like once soccer takes off, like rugby will too. But how long do you think it will take like Americans to truly appreciate rugby? Cause we're barely appreciating soccer. So yeah. like, how long do you think it will take for us to like? Rugby. 
I mean, to be honest with you, I think about like baseball and I think about football, right? Like baseball's quote unquote America's game, right? That's kind of dying down with the whole steroid era when that kind of like diminished people's mm-hmm. hopes and dreams as like young kids because we're not going to take steroids. So we're like, oh my God, like, well, maybe you will. You know, <laughs> Barry Bonds, right? Like, Barry Bonds took steroids. He was one of my favorite guys. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, he's a fraud. You're fake. You yeah, know what pictures I mean? like, of him from the pirates. To, to, to <laughs> wear with the earring. And then you see him like all juiced up. And yo, you're like, yo. Not the same. Literally, they don't even not, look not the same guy. No, he had a little different. mustache and he shaved the mustache. Completely steroid. different yeah, person. You know, Crazy. but, um, I, I I don't think rugby will pick up until maybe I give it another like five years until people start to see like mm-hmm. what's going on with football and the concussions um, and you know, the whole unfortunately like the whole political thing of football might and the whole make political people thing convert drive to rugby. away yeah you know and like but the thing is, is like and again I might be completely biased but I just think rugby is like the best sport in the hey, world man I think the same I way mean, you, you played know? it and you like to be honest with you like I mean you played but like you you stopped playing right. So for you to yeah. even be able to say, like, yeah, I still think it's the best sport in the world, and you said, nah, it's not for me anymore, like, that says a lot about oh, the yeah. sport. Like, imagine stepping away from something and it's... watching other people do it and still being like, nah, that, that was the best time of my life. Like, you have a brotherhood, like, you yeah. and your boys, you're looking out for your boys. Like, the rucks, mm-hmm. the scrums, everything. Like, you've got to get dirty. I don't care about grass in my eye, like, nah, dirt in my can't. eye. There's, like, a, there's a lot of things nah. you can't care about. Really. Yeah, like, I'd wake up every morning, and I was, like, after, like, a game, and, like, be hobbling, like, to class. Mm-hmm. Look like an idiot. And people were like, oh, what'd you do? And I was like, oh, I had a rugby game. They were like, like bro, why are you, yeah, why, like, why, why are you beating doing yourself that? up like yeah, that? Yeah, I was yeah. like, well, it's the best time ever. And that feeling was just, like, the best. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, no, nah, rugby's the best, man. Hey, and by the way, for all those people wondering, we'll end the rugby topic here, though. Rugby safer than football. Look up the stats. I promise you, I'm not lying. It's a real thing. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave that there. Yeah. So yeah. let's 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 talk about what you probably got warmed up to. You probably got warmed up to like Chris Brown or Travis Scott or yeah, Migos. Yeah, I, got... I don't know how you get warmed up to Chris Brown. Like how you get warmed up to like uh, I even uh, what's the song with that you remade with Michael Jackson? I'm like I think I gotta let her do uh, I don't, I don't know the name, but I, oh, I know it's a great exactly song. What you're it's a great yeah, yeah. song. Yeah. All I want is you, maybe. Yeah, yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she, she ain't you. She ain't you. She ain't you. That's yeah, it. Yeah. She ain't you. I like a lot. Yeah. I like, see. I like a lot of Chris Brown stuff. But like, yo, Chris Brown's had such a long career. Like, when I think of Chris Brown, I think of like I can transform you, Chris Brown. Like, nah, don't even think about I that. Like, stuff. Although, although I, I, that's, that is like that's his a dope start. song. Like, is, look at me now. Look at me now. It's fire. I hated that song. So, so you like you like you, here's the thing, you think right? Chris My, Brown's been getting better and better. I think so too. I don't think he's skipped a beat. I nah, don't he, think he's skipped I, a beat. Chris Brown's a beast, man. I mean, he's Six, a beast. Seven and, and can dance and, his yeah, ass off. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, he's really good. But you know, he's um just just a stupid. Nah, I don't want to say stupid person, but he just the uh, he's not a good guy. Yeah, like he's just not a good guy. So him as a person, I don't condone. I don't support. Honestly. I think about it a lot of times when I listen to it, I'm like, yo, I wish this dude's music sucked. Like, I wish it yeah, sucked. Yeah, or you I wish don't... he had, like, a track record like LeBron, where it's just like he did nothing dirty. He did nothing wrong. Yeah, yeah he's just like, a clean he record, wrong, clean guy. Wood. As much as I used or to like hate LeBron. like Justin Timberlake, to, to compare it to music. Justin Timberlake, so he he was that one that I was like, yo, Justin Timberlake's like got the cleanest record, but he did something one time at, like, a BET ceremony. I don't know if you remember BET Awards, and, yeah. like, people went off. He said something, and, like... Black Twitter got after him yeah, real, real quick. Yeah, for real. He got roasted. And I was like, oh, man. Finally, it took him, like, when the NCAA come out, like, 92 or whatever. So it took him, what, like, 26 years to finally get some shade on him. But yeah, now nah, I'd warm up to, like, uh, honestly, I've been listening to the same 
hype track since like my sophomore year of high school. Yeah. So I got Take Over Control by Afro Jack. Yeah, that's a um, classic. I got Smack That by Akon. I got Locked Up I, by I Akon. Buy, I love Akon. I'll be yeah. I'll bump those two Soul songs. Survivor. <laughs> yeah. People don't know. People Soul sleep Survivor. on it. You can listen to that any day. Before any game, and I promise you, heart, if you don't have yeah. ice in your veins by that point, you don't have a heart. Yeah, it's as you're not as human. That. No, yeah. you're not human. Yeah. You probably don't listen to music. Mm-hmm. Probably one of those people don't listen to music in the gym either. Yeah, if you that's... can't listen to Soul Survivor and get fired up, I don't. I don't even want to talk to you. Yeah, I don't not listen. You. Yo, not listening to music in the gym. Nah. I see it all the time. I feel like that's only meant for people over the age of 35. Like you gotta be an old man yeah. to pull that off. Like it's yeah. like it's like going bald at 23 when you don't have to. It's yeah, like like people who listen, listen to Bruce Springsteen. Like that's like their go-to song. That's like their go-to yeah. guy. <laughs> you probably don't listen to music in the gym. Nah, because if Bruce Springsteen's your favorite, <laughs> that's what gets you hype. I dare you to try. Travis Scott, like you would, you're, you'd be blood coming out of your ears. You wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah. born They're to turn run. This off. Oh God, yo, honestly, I'm really angry that you even said born to run. Like, yeah, I'm no thinking, disrespect to Bruce Springsteen. Like, he's a legend, but like, let's, let's, he's let's a just be real. In his own respect. Let's yeah. just be real. Like, I don't. But gotta... nobody, nobody, nobody gets fired up to to Bruce Springsteen. Nah, I, 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 I don't think so. But I've heard people get. That's a lie. They, they do. Nah, I've someone seen it, which out is there, someone out there yeah. works out. To Marvin's room by Drake. Somebody, I, I, I have, oh I have God. legitimately <laughs> How worked out to Marvin's room by Drake. I don't know. There's not even a reason. drum beat in it. Barely. No, there's literally that small little boom boom. That's it. That's it. That's yeah. It. <laughs> but like, if you if you listen to the lyrics, like, yeah, I mean? it's deep. It's emotional, so it gets you, you in your feelings. You, you think about girls that broke your heart that never even broke your heart. Yeah, like, yeah it's yeah. like I didn't even meet her, and like like Ariana Grande, like she broke my heart. I, I didn't Ariana. meet her though. Yes. Mariah Carey, like shout out to sixth grade me. Like I start thinking about that. <laughs> Biggest crush on Mariah Carey yeah. in the sixth grade. Yeah. it's funny because you went from Mariah Carey to Ariana Grande. Like that makes perfect sense. Yeah, because like they marry each other. Well, like Ariana Grande but definitely she has a lot. Covers, of, yeah, she has a song. lot of influence yeah. from Mariah Carey. Yeah. Like you and like just her career in general because Mariah Carey was collab with all like the rappers yeah. back in the 90s like oh, like, uh, like you know and Jay-Z and yeah, all of them yeah. yeah Ariana Grande does the same thing she got a song with like ASAP Ferg yeah like, Big Sean Ar- yeah. yeah Big Sean Gambino like she works yeah. with all the rappers so like her career and Mariah Carey's career very similar no, she's and dope. on top of that people don't like like her personality who are yeah, yeah. both of them both of them. Yeah, yeah 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 they're kind of like divas like yeah. too much of Dude, divas like Mar- Mariah Carey and Nicki Minaj hosted yeah. American Idol together and Mariah Carey was the one that people didn't like as much that's pretty bad. Like, yeah. you would think it would be Nicki Minaj, Minaj like, based on everything. It was yeah. like, nah, it was Mariah Carey. She was just, like, just terrible to work with. Like, yeah. yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah that's, 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 that's crazy, man. So, yo, do you have anything you want to, like, plug? Anything you want to, like, put out there, let the people know about? Nah, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm pretty excited. Um, yeah. You know, it's podcast. People don't realize podcasts are really kind of becoming the thing, like... Yeah, man. To be honest with you, like, I know how to read. You know how to read. Charlie knows how to read. A lot of us know how to read. Some of us don't, right? That's not the point. The point nah, is, nah, <laughs> the point is yeah. though, like, podcasts, you know, people are on their phones all the time, right? So, you know, I really do think people are slowly going to start transitioning to podcasts and stuff. And first of all, like, just with the thought of wireless headphones, you know what I mean? Like, you don't even know people have something in. Like, you just have your phone in. You could just go for a walk, listen yeah, to podcasts. Yeah. You could be in the gym. Like, some people actually, like, work out to podcasts yeah. and just listen to stuff. You can't get your just, news any other way. Yeah, just get your head head off of certain things get your mind off of certain things and you know but um 
No, I just, I mean, maybe shout out Travis Scott if you ever listen to this podcast. Yo, shout out to Travis Scott, man. I'd love shout, to um, yeah. come out on stage and like do, be like that little short fat kid that came out goosebumps. Yeah, rap beebs in the trap rap form. Rap beebs in the trap form. <laughs> and I promise I know all the lyrics. So, yeah, you know, yeah, no, no, no. You wouldn't have to worry about that and I wouldn't screw it up. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Anyone in Travis Scott's camp, if you heard that, Anif wants to hop on stage with you and for do real, beebs please. in the trap. All right. Please. All right, Anif. Thank you very much for gotcha, being the yo. first guest on my podcast. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be dope. Much appreciated. Thank y'all. Gotcha. Yo, this was the first episode of the Temper Zone podcast. Shout out to Bob Bernsey on the camera doing the video. Shout out to PRX Podcast Garage in Shout Austin. Shout out PRX. For, for real, they hooked it up, man. It's a nice fancy studio we got going on here. I really appreciate that. Until next time, y'all, my name's Amir Max. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. <laughs>